Hello, everyone. Oh my goodness, is that how we're starting the episode? All right, <laughs> starting something new every time. Um, welcome, everyone. It is I, Dragon's Fury. Uh, insert rest of my names. Hopefully, by this point, you know what the rest of my names are. And for those who have found us via this, um, you know, just swing back to those previous episodes if you like this one. They're all the same, same energy, if not more now because we've been doing it for so long okay not so long but a decent amount of time we're going on months now yeah, a couple months yeah um so i'm dragon that's infernal and so. out the gate want to thank all of our recent followers we got um i logged into the show and just saw a massive spike on the graph and i was just like oh so something happened um so yeah shout out to you guys because it was a humongous jump for us um we didn't have really any and now we have almost double digits in the matter of a week so that's pretty cool um also our view count is going up as well again we didn't have that many and we've broken double digits so again that's cool glad to have all you here um so hopefully you're staying for more than just the beginning episodes i feel like we've gotten better and uh, more entertaining as time has gone on in these episodes um I, th I talk more he does talk more we're getting better um we do have the subscriber episodes as well so that is two hours and counting of extra content that you can get for five dollars a month if you would like to support us in that front um it also allows you access to the discord which has other content um we posted our trip pictures when we went to our con in florida and we have our vlog that we did a little blogish i don't know what do you call a recording you just kind of do on out in the wild is it, is it still a vlog Log. is it still a vlog okay um yeah because I, I don't know what a, i don't know what a vlog is but i know what a vlog is <laughs> yeah but we don't have video so like is voice log is that what that's supposed to mean yeah okay. yeah voice log okay voice log video log it, it it works both ways okay cool so we got that in in the discord as well so you'll have access to that um and all of the rest of the things that come in the future as we record it and add to it so if you're enjoying being with us um and you have some money to spare then by all means please share it with us so we can continue to do this in a more extravagant way um so with all the players of trees and the welcomes out of the way we're going to kick in the gear with our topic of the day now this topic comes from a movie that i watched recently um i do recommend it it is really good for those who are of the smart brain um it's not for the smooth brains sorry if we have any of those and my dog's trying to break into the room um the here's johnny <laughs> so the title of it is called uh the man of earth and it's a it's like a tv movie so it's really short it's a solid uh, hour or so. I have not um, heard of that one. Um, surprisingly enough, TikTok. It TikTok tells you everything. 
like it teaches you so much and then like shows you so much stuff but yeah it's been making its round on my uh, for you page of like the clips because you know you can find pretty much everything on tiktok now like full-blown episodes of stuff or or just videos which which has been nice i found some uh jackie chan adventures um what granted there's some serious copyright problems going on there oh, but there like it helps you bring back memories or whatever of like what you're saying and then you can go actively watch it in like a more you know respectable and supportive manner so that being said now the premise of this is that a uh, professor is leaving after 10 years of teaching at an institution and his colleagues are trying to throw him a going away celebration but he ends up dipping early but then they kind of like follow him back home and be like yo what was that like we put all this work into this you know sending off thing like why'd you you know leave so soon and he's like well you know i'm always in the moon blah blah kind of excuses whatever so they all like go to go inside and what's left because he's like he's leaving leaving and they're all talking and then he decides to share a big old secret being he is what would be defined as a caveman this man's old as dirt so if that intrigues you of how that unfolds um go check that out i think it's on is it on amazon crap where do i watch it it might be on amazon but either way if you just google uh the man of earth you will be able to find uh where to watch it and yeah so that being said the um question the topic more or less is along the same premise if you were to um be i want to say immortal per se just old you're like just really old um how would you go about life um and we'll, we'll start the starting point being same as the movie like as you know caveman so what you know of history and how things progressed how would you have done in that situation or what do you think you would have done well avoid a lot of the catastrophes that happened in our history well yeah but you're you're one person that's realistically of you being to any and any of the uh catastrophes obviously you won't you know you can not be in pompeii when that goes up in flames <laughs> it's like um, oh i am i i have a bad feeling here uh bye but that's easily like easily avoidable like you don't you can just not no, yeah. be in that country <laughs> at that time oh yeah or ever I for mean, that matter like if you like especially like, if you have knowledge of stuff that like that we have of uh, the current world like it would be interesting just to see how how like actual like actual history played out because obviously in textbooks or any kind of book that we read like we're not getting the full picture like we're only getting the view of the past through someone else's eyes so it would be pretty cool to like actually see history through one's own eyes yeah it'll just still be the same thing 
It so would, but because we're not omniscient, so you don't, you will well, never exactly. see the whole picture, no matter what you do. Well, that is true, but also just being in that area is nah. would just be a whole other experience. It would be, but not a good one. Where's <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. Um, the so yeah, so going along those lines. Let's see the UFOs build the pyramid. Not, obviously, <laughs> not having, so only using the knowledge of, like, how things went, like, oh, you know, everything was connected. And mm -hmm. so that thing, but not being like, oh, I'm going to avoid Pompeii. Well, you wouldn't have known about Pompeii happening, going to happen. Um, obviously. Going through, like, going through the ice, it suck. Probably. Probably did suck. Um, you would die. I also wouldn't have been born like this. <laughs> so that's an also an option. And if I was, I yeah, I would have died early. Like I wouldn't have gotten this far. Yeah, that's true. So like by current standards translated back then, I would be freaking ancient. I would be the sh the shaman elder if I made it this long at that point um but i see it, it seems that this is more complicated than expected so i will give example so following obviously like if you watch the movie he explains how he real obviously like he realized when his secret or whatever right and how he navigated through like the various stages of civilization so you had when we hit that big mark of hunter and gatherer and then it's like you hit the big one of civilizations being born that kind of stuff mm. and then you had things like oh when the the big civilization the empires started to be born of you know where he was con you know at where he was at the time and then as time progressed he you know cycled through and went to other regions because people were starting to figure things out because again he his secret is is like he's old meaning he's not aging so people are starting to realize this and then you know that brings problems um i just moisturize a lot <laughs> i don't look like a raisin because i am always hydrated remember to drink your water so, high quality h2o the high, it was far higher quality back then to be real yeah it, it really was <laughs> Um, if we really think about it, it definitely was a higher quality for sure. The next, so I feel like I would want, I don't think I would have been as passive as the guy was in the movie. And of course, I know it doesn't make sense because you haven't seen anything, but I don't want to like spoil yeah. like the big thing. Because the way, which is what I love about that movie, because it's, it's all just a discussion of his point of view of how things happened to him and then everyone's reaction and which uh, basically mirrors how most people handle things it's 
if you tell them something that they don't believe outright then one of two things happens they're like oh whatever or they're interested and then if they're interested then they're like oh well then tell us about this thing or whatever and it's like well that doesn't work because i wouldn't know that because i wasn't there you're and then so it, it's forcing everyone to like rethink what they know about stuff in general just based off of the the, the tale that he's te- telling them um where it's like oh you know we have all this information in the books time. or whatever and so they'll ask they'll ask stuff like oh what was it like in this region and he's like well i don't know i that you know that region didn't exist as we know it now and i only know that it existed how we think it existed because i learned it at the same time thing so that was another point that came up was that he's not some omniscient being he's just old so he was learning things as the race of humans were learning things like he wasn't some time traveler or whatever he's just been here through time so it, it just it was very thought-provoking and no um <laughs> you needed one for sure though sometimes so it was very like thought-provoking in your ideology of how you perceive things and then how you deal with those kind of like i wouldn't say obstacles but like counter perspectives coming to you and you know not necessarily in a malicious way it's just more of a this is something that i have to offer here and you can understand it or choose to reject it however it may be so i think for me just saying that my personality isn't a product of my environment which it for the most part it's not i'm just a giant a-hole most of the time um that i would probably been someone who probably at least for a little bit sought power to an extent world domination maybe not world domination but i would have (laughs) definitely used the whole me not aging thing to a benefit to kind of like start my own myth if you will and like obviously when things get complicated because it's like oh it's starting to freak people out and then you know at a certain point fear turns to anger and then that turns to just violence and so it doesn't matter if they're absolutely terrified of you you get enough terrified people they're coming after you so and you're only one dude you're not you know you're not vandal savage in this scenario where he's like enhanced of an immortal in that like he's not dying kind of thing like i can't fight an army of people knowing that i'm going to come out on top because i won't actually die from this bloody yeah, come blood on, bad. superman um no you can still kill superman <laughs> and so the i wouldn't necessarily try to do that so like i'd probably take the same thing of like after so so much of time disappear from that area but try to 
set it up where I would benefit from that later kind of deal. Um, did you ever see Eternals? Uh, I've seen clips of it, uh, but I do know what it's about. Okay. Well, there's a scene in there where the um, the the character that's played by a uh, an Indian. Uh, the uh, one who could act. communicate with the Celestials. Mm, was that him? Maybe I don't remember his oh, abilities. Oh wait, no, no, that was the chick. Um, I forget what his abilities was. It's he's um, I think he's a comedian slash actor. I just I can't bring his actual name, but he's his character obviously because they don't age right so he's an actor in that movie and this movie's been out forever so this is if it if you see it as a spoiler i'm not sorry this movie's been out for so long if you wanted to see it you would see it if not oh well so (laughs) because that movie came out like what two three years ago something like that um and so he's he's a he's a bollywood actor and he uses the culture of Bollywood where roles are kind of passed along family. Like, oh, my father was this, you know, famous actor. And that's the reason why I got into acting and followed in his footsteps kind of deal. Like, that's not far-fetched in Bollywood. That, you know, families are Bollywood. kind of like in, in, in it together um i don't know how true is that now because i haven't haven't studied in a a hot minute um but that that's just kind of a asia area kind of deal where performing arts tends to be like a traditional thing so following a family line is not off base in my opinion um if it is wrong but that was his cover that all the guys that look alike all like be because he's been doing this for years right like years and years and that's his his cover story is that it's all been his family but it's been the one dude but it was like oh i'm you know obviously greg's not a you know hindu of any kind of name or whatever or you know indian base name or whatever but like my great 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 granddad greg and i'm like the fourth or kind of deal and but they were all pictures of him so he just he was able to make it work for him that the reason why these people always look like him is because they're my they're my family they're like my lineage like that's why i look like that because i'm related to them and like technically not wrong so at a certain point you know when you're when you're disguised enough that you don't bring too much attention to yourself people don't look into it right there will always be someone that catches on but it's never anyone that can actually cause you a problem and that's how conspiracies are born (laughs) So I I feel like that I would do something along those lines. And the uh, other thing would be 
trying to get through my, like i know we've had this conversation before um about being immortal that it would have been a lot easier back like in the past than it is now because of the way modern technology is that it would be a huge struggle to get through a lot of things without having like a underground network already established to keep to be able to keep you in society without needing to become a recluse because yeah you can always be on the move but as soon as someone tries to track you down then things start to get sticky and just become a just become fry from futurama things got really sticky <laughs> like what literally gets frozen and yeah so many people look for him don't find him and then he's still which is which is crazy to me right so he's related to this has taken a complete turn but i don't care because <laughs> so he's related to farnsworth right um hubert because yes. whatever for whatever reason we were all you know using everyone's opposite name like fries we've been calling him fry but like that's his last name like why are we even calling him his last name his name's philip that <laughs> eh, probably sounds better exactly but again why are we calling them by their last names like leela is i think her middle name or like her second half name i mean her first I, I, is Taranga, but i don't know if that was like their last name first and then leela but like i I'm, mean the way i say it because it's like where i work it's like we all just refer to each other as our last names so it's like i feel like that's just a profession thing a military profession thing that's I mean, the only that. place where it would have mattered but like everyone's first like i understand like you with a common name there's multiple of you at I, any given point i had like at one point where i worked there were like 10 uh 10 of us i'm just like mm, okay now see going by last name because like that's the different you know the marker of the different people is one thing but to just he was the only fry on the show until you know the little excerpt about his what nephew but uh, yes. his nephew was never around at the same time as him so it's like you did i don't know it was just it that just popped into my head that we were literally just calling everybody by the last name um for whatever reason but then we didn't call hermes conrad we called him by his first name so why was it some and other <sighs> couldn't tell you also isn't bender's Bender's not even obviously like that's his model and that's why we call him that but his he has another name he has an actual name um uh, or is bender his first name I th oh wait I, no I, yeah it's bender b rodriguez <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, like, <laughs> so yeah bender is, is bender. his first name um and then yeah his last name being rodriguez hilarious um because he's from mexico um and the um monkey monkey no, I'm trying to... I lost... Thing. I went so down far down the rabbit hole, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> it's just like, we're talking about Futurama, all of a sudden, monkey. It's like, There's monkeys I, in Futuramas. Uh, is there? Yeah. 
There's a whole thing about it. It was a whole, I, I, like two I or three episodes. Okay, Moto. Um, when Fry goes to college on Mars, his roommate is the professor's test monkey that he gave him a smart cap for. I, I must have missed those episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a whole thing. Like he, the monkey's too smart for his own good, and it ends up making him depressed. And like it's a Jesus, whole man. thing because like they have like a parent teacher like whatever, and Fry brings his parents who are just regular primates, and they just run rampant in the area where they're having the banquet. And so he's just, like, you know, like, super depressed because he's been, like, trying to hold up this guise of being, like, this, you know, intellectual, proper, you know, monkey. But the reality is, like, he's still a monkey. Like, the only reason why he has this ability that he does is because of this gadget that's on his head. Like, it's not him. So it was a whole thing. Um, it was hilarious. Um, he was like, but I, and he, there's, like, a line. He's like, but I look to him as a father. But your father was the guy in the punch bowl. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> it was uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, you definitely need to uh, backtrack and uh, go find that episode. It was great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of Futurama I have missed. And then it's coming back. I... So it is. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. How many seasons? How many seasons does that make now? Uh, good question. IMDB it later, maybe, if we remember. So, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, there we go. Normally how these conversations go. The line, yeah, I know. It, it makes it, I feel like it makes it more entertaining because it's just kind of like a stream of consciousness thing. And that's, honestly, I think that's how mo most people's brains are. But they just choose not to follow the path every time. So it's like, come on, let's just... It's a Friday. Let's just enjoy the flow of the Friday. So the point that I've been trying to make was that Fry was related to the professor by being like his great something uncle, right? Like so the... many times great uncle. Uh, Grandfather. Couldn't be grandfather. Fry never had kids. It had to have been from, like, well, his brother's line. No, no, he did. Remember when they went back in time? He he made himself his own grandfather. So that still stops at him being frozen. The genes are still there. Right, but it's not passing along anymore. It still stops at him. <laughs> he just looped himself. That's all it is. After him getting frozen, there's no one left outside of his brother, who then named his son after him. But essentially, his brother's line of the family is what I think kept going, which is wild to me. That there was still enough males to survive the, you know, line. Well, no, yeah. not even that, because... No. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, you know, longer than two seconds I was, how, like, the family genealogy works, it didn't even need to be all males because he doesn't have their last name. He has another one. Yep. So that means a daughter popped up somewhere along the line. 
but them jeans be strong still apparently because they could still trace it back so easily right. and that because like, like what they said the farnsworths had been there for like a hundred something years yeah and it was him yeah also i don't i don't know yeah nephew yeah nephew so hilarious so yeah it would have been always check your information yeah if you can if you can um well yeah so something so that maybe along the lines of like kind of maybe like fabricating that for myself that i'm my own something something and like it's not obscure and it's just obscure enough that it doesn't raise any flags or not enough for anyone to give a damn so that you don't go like hunting into like yourself but then i feel like once you hit pretty much modern time saying about oh five things would have been really really rough to be in regular society because without the means of fabricating the documentation you need to just exist like you know social and all that you can i'm you're you're screwed someone's finding out that you don't exist because you would need because you can't work like no one's unless it's you know under the table dealings but then again that's shady shit so that still falls back on having like this underground network at your disposal but like you can't um you know find employment in a normal fashion because you know it's that's how they track you is through you know a social of like you know that's your point of existence you know birth certificates all this other documentation stuff like that you wouldn't necessarily have insurance uh, basically just life in general so hey, like, you would really and, just have to like hermit yourself i'm sure uh there'd be a way to work around that i'm not saying there isn't a way to work around it i'm just saying it would make it that much more complicated of existing i feel like you'll be on the grind of trying to hide your identity the whole time then you are actually like existing because unless you're again it's like the extremes you either need to be stupid rich where no one really cares too much especially if you're not doing anything in the public eye or anything that's you know quote unquote unethical or you know kind of grimy like it's legal but it's still kind of morally questionable as long as you're not doing any of that and you made your money and built a fortune within re within a reasonable and again ethical and morally correct way no one's going to care because then you don't need to do things in a normal circumstance or the other end you're so low on the spectrum of you know in the society ladder there that no one's going to really care of looking up your information about this that other thing and then you just kind of you know make your money on the side and whatever i don't know it's mm -hmm. weird um the main point of that would just been more of a thought process thought provoking idea of how like really putting into how much your life is tied to others just knowing that you exist is really baffling and 
even if you wanted to just go off grid, you still couldn't because there would still be records of your presence and that would still be in place to prove like, yeah, you're a person, whatever, but oh, they they went missing X amount of time, even like even if they stopped looking for you, there would still be a trace saying that, oh, this person, blah, 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 whatever, you went missing this year or whatever, no one was able to find you, they cut off the trick, blah, 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 you're presumed dead. But if you resurface and Indeed. someone who was a part of that knew about that and finds you, it Bedlam just comes about again. Um, something like that, uh, what was it, Iron Fist, the show, was like that. The son was off training the whole time, but they thought he was dead. Because I, f- I forget the, the path of how he ended up like that. But he ends up coming back to like basically society and tries to go and claim his, his inher- essentially his inheritance of the company, of his father's company, after his father's not there anymore. And they're like, well, that's not possible. You can be the son because the son's been like missing slash dead all these years. You're just some rando or whatever. So him trying to prove that it's him was the whole thing. I don't know how it ended up playing out. I didn't watch the show fully because it was just so boring in the beginning. Like so boring. Yeah, I, I heard that show had a lot of like mixed reviews. Um, I which was wild to me because it's like Iron Fist is such a unique and like interesting character and you know I'm a sucker for anything Asia. So like that's you know I'm pretty sure Iron Fist is supposed to be following the line of like the Tibetan monks um and where he you know where he's protecting the sacred, the sacred land is like his uh the mythical place of uh, Shangri-La. So yeah I was like, yo, mm-hmm. this is going to be great, right? Uh, no, I was wrong. My bad. Um, so I didn't watch that. It was it was a big sad. Um, so, you know, things be things in that front. Now, that being said, want to... So I was... Uh, so I went out to uh, breakfast with Nightwolf. And for those who don't know, Nightwolf is my father. And we... So we were supposed to go to Super 3... But it was Easter weekend, so we think that their hours changed because of that. But it was weird because on their website, it said it was from, like, 12 p.m. to, like, 10. But on Google, it said it was, like, from 5 to 10. Like, for whatever reason, Google was saying, like, it was, it was, even for Easter, that's weird hour change, like, difference. To only, on a Saturday, too, mind you, that, you know, even on the non-day, because it wasn't Easter yet, that you would be opened later in the night versus earlier in the day, and then, you know, have the evening off. I don't know. It was just weird to me. So we ended up at, um... I hop instead. And yeah, so can't, can't go wrong there. We were so we were chatting up about the show and he was giving me various pointers and things of like trying to form a more cohesive structure to the show without it completely 
derailing from what I'm going for. So bear with us while we try to iron out the wrinkles here. Um, for anyone listening that's listened to all of it, you will notice uh, me trying to perfect this down to the smoothest path of how I want to do the show. Um, we It started with more of story time kind of deal into wherever that fell into um then it was kind of a question slash topic of the day which is more of what i like so that's what's been steady and then we've had like the the reddit thread uh segments and other segments that kind of like come and go so we're still trying to iron out the the wrinkles and creases of the various structure um, so, that being said, following the guidance of the great Nightwolf and all that he has provided in the various years, um, want to try, again, another segment, but one that hopefully sticks longer. And it's going to be, um, game recommendation. And in okay. this... <sighs> Jesus Christ. I knew he was going to say this, but now you now you have to really say why in a moment. So Shit. recommendation, ah, got him. And <laughs> so each each week we're going to shoot for having a game recommendation for bringing in others into the community. So obviously this is listed as a video game show. Uh, quote-unquote podcast because i don't consider it a podcast per se i think it of more of like a talk show on a radio and the um most words so yeah so the recommendation being you know a means to kind of expand and bridge the problem areas of the collective community without getting too into it so more of a passive contribution to the betterment of the community without ruining the fun of the show by being too one way or the other because it's starting to get too real, if you understand what I'm saying. One um, way. Oh, no, no. Yeah. They're going to find you. Um, so since he kicked it off with Code Vein, he's going to tell you why... Yep. He recommends Code Vein. Um, it's all yours, Infernal. You can do it. <gasps> I believe in you. God, I never even passed my persuasive classes. Um, <laughs> well, most I can say when it comes to Code Vein is if you're looking for a game that will, it will give you a challenge for sure because it's in the realm of Dark Souls in a way with the combat type. But it's not as harsh as Dark Souls, which I feel like if you want to get into that type of genre, I feel like Codevan's a good starter. Um, has a good story. Uh, great characters. Yakumo is the best. And same with the, same with you. But yeah, it's like great story, great characters. Good amount of challenge for, like, just the type of game it is. Now, if you really want a difficult challenge in the game, don't have any kind of uh, ally with you, and that will make the game so much harder. Try 
Yakumo, you're you're coming back on the team. <laughs> you're coming back on the team. Uh, so that being said, if what uh, would you say would be the um, the br- the bridging of community or what what about this game do you feel would make it so that people are more like we are we are gamers kind of feel like what makes it be like that like we are gamers no matter what genres we're into or whatever does Covain well, fit that bill i mean i would say so because like the anime dark souls it's like when you actually play the game and like obviously there's gonna be difficult bosses and difficult fights it's like being in a gaming community like when you manage to strive and push past and beat these bosses like it's a very rewarding experience yeah i was so happy with some boss defeats but yeah no it's like i feel like honestly Covain is the type of game that i feel like even if you have never played a Dark Souls game, with that game, like this is like just a good game in general to play. Like it's it's rewarding uh, compared to Dark Souls games. Okay, so. okay, so that that's good. I, so that is a that is a good start with that. I f- believe that that's a good place for beginners to come in uh to the into the realm if you will um i'm i am with you on the because as you know i temporarily joined the train because due to my ps4 lack of memory and the fact that i'm not going to buy a bunch of extra hard drives just to play one game i'm just going to upgrade entirely and just have it would be worth it um no i'm just going to buy a new (laughs) ps5 and put the three games that are taking up the most space on my ps4 onto that and that will be the dedicated thing for them that's fair because the reality is that i'm going to spend the same amount of money on all the hard drives i'm going to need like these games are getting so big for no reason (laughs) it's like like the fact that it's like all the games are all the game data is on the disc but it's like, oh, even if you have the disc, we want we want it to be on your console too. It's just like, why? Why? Like at any given moment, a game that I get through the membership service will run me a hundred gigabytes of memory alone. A game, and we're at a point where hard drives are at terabyte. I still can't have that many games with a terabyte. Yeah, which is nuts. Which is crazy. And that's free space. I have to have the space in general. Plus double that just to make an update. So at any given point, I only effectively have maybe 500 gigabytes of space to use for my games. Because the updates are going to take all the rest of the space temporarily. And then free it back up but i can't put another game on because if that needs an update then oh well there we go i still don't have enough space i I feel like it's worse on mobile devices um surprisingly enough i haven't run into that problem on my phone yet and i I... have games on here 
Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, Genshin Impact does take up a lot of space. I have Honkai. Um, that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Honkai, Genshin, though I think Genshin takes a bit more than Honkai. Um, but yeah, it's like, the last time I checked my phone storage, like literally, like I think a good like quarter of it was just from phone updates. I'm just like, how? Like, why does this all need to be here? <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like, okay, right now it's telling me I have three updates on my on the app store so let's see here speaking of which let's refresh this just for science so. <laughs> 27 apps need to be updated jesus um yeah it's just it's a stupid amount but like i stay having it i don't even remember what size my phone is anymore but like the only time that i had that problem was when i had a low storage phone but that was because i wasn't doing much but then as i progressed and started to do more you know gaming of all branches because i just became the gaming avatar the um that's when i needed a phone with more space on it and then so but after that i've never ran into a problem not having enough space after running updates i was like granted i've had trouble with the updates going through yeah because of the software but that's that's neither here nor there um so yeah that's a whole other beast yeah that's a whole other problem the so back to the beginning intro with cone vein um it's it's nice to have something that like you said is rewarding to be the boss or whatever but it also isn't a point where you can't enjoy the game up to that boss like yeah that boss fight that's going to kick your ass six ways to monday um is going to take some time to get around but everything up to that you're smooth sailing like you're you're going to have you know a little tricky fight here or there whatever you have for people like mermaid who want to explore everything and anything at any given point um you can do that to an extent and yeah there's a lot of like hidden um, like pathways in code vein so they i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure you know from like the little bit you've played is that like even though like you explore a good amount like when you actually see how like the percentage of what is actually explored like you actually see it's like oh there's actually more that i've yeah that i haven't even seen like i went through it and it's like oh you complete a mission and you go on to the next place you hit back and you're like oh 60 oh okay so there's 40 percent of this map that i haven't even touched yet so there, there's a lot of that and so as we move forward with this segment in future episodes i really uh hope that we're able to provide these game uh, recommendations and discussions to better help people come into the community more so of out like hardcore gamers casuals and everything in between because there has been way too much nonsense going on and we need to do something about it because the reason why we came together was because of the flack we got as we became mature adults and those who are becoming mature adults and so on and so forth are getting flack for being into various games of various genres so it's bad enough to have it coming from outside the community we don't need it on the inside too that was the whole point of get coming here was to have someone to support you in what you like so let's not yeah, make it worse we need to get I, these toxic a-holes out of here yeah like, cause hell, like in my case, I am more than happy to try various kinds of games 
Like I got the amount of games I have played from rage games to shooters to dating sims. Those are interesting. Um the Dark Souls type games to horror games. It's like I I tried a lot. See, I'm not a glutton for punishment like Infernal is, so <laughs> I won't do that. But I also find great joy in people who have passions in various games. Like I'm, I'm, I said this in the previous episode, Mermaid. I've literally watched this woman play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. For if you don't know what Animal Crossing is, yikes. Uh, look it up. But that's not a go getter. Uh, action based this that the third game it is literally a sandbox game and i've watched this woman for hours and i mean, I mean i'm intrigued we, kind I mean, of we watching spent, we spent hours playing minecraft yeah but minecraft has a lot going on True. like there that there's create but in even in creative when you're just building so that's still a lot going on because you have access to everything capable in minecraft at once so at Excalibur. least 10 minutes. Yeah, there is Excalibur. You'll have to post a picture of that in the, in the, <laughs> I gotta the find subscriber uh, channel. To, and... to give, for those listening, to give a little, just a little update on that. Basically, we made we made a flat flat creative world in Minecraft where we were just making like images and stuff that we found online. Um, I, like, I... I started with the Ruby symbol from, well, Ruby. Um, and then I went to a big, bigger project of Excalibur from Soul Eater with it saying Fool at the bottom. And then I started on 3D Battleship. Because he's a glutton for punishment and a rule breaker because we it's a pixel art 2D, yeah. essentially, 2D imaging builds. And this fool, per Ooh. the thing, is building a, what was it, essentially a one-by-one one replica of a battleship. Yeah, one-to-one. One. In in the sky, mind in you. In the sky. He didn't even put it on the ground like a normal person. No, <laughs> yeah, he no. put it in the sky. So Man, now we have it made. this abomination of a hole casting a ugly shadow over our beautifully hard work earned and hardly you know sane minds when we decided to take on these tasks being literally covered in shadow by a freaking hull of a ship <laughs> so it's coming along nicely <laughs> yeah well it had something come of it um but yeah it's like the... i finished, finished the hole didn't get the, didn't get the uh top portion done though that we kind of like got sidetracked by other games at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and then of course you have like survival mode, like that is in and of itself the the whole thing. And mind you, Minecraft is so in depth that it's like you have your creative, you have survival, but then within survival you have okay, I'm trying to you know make a space, make a base, and you you know little house here or whatever, make a base. Then you improve your base, and then you explore more, and then when you explore more, you kind of find, and then you find, you know, like, the pillagers, other villages, and this, and that, and that's just the surface. That's just the surface of what you can do, because you still have all of the end, and you have all of the nether, which is literally the world underneath. 
Yeah, plus they've added other dimensions now. Like, they've added so much stuff to Minecraft yeah, these days. And so that, yeah, like, that's one of those things that you, yes, you can watch someone play, like, for hours on end and spend hours on end, but that's one of those things that it's, like, respect the process, like, trust the process, because that's when things become too flourishing, because that is a grind-heavy game that you have to put so much work in to do, like, one thing. But more so, like, Animal Crossing literally being a sandbox because it's one island. That's it. You do your things to do on the island. Like, you can, you know, you have a fish collection, like, from fishing. You have fossils, bugs, and stuff like that. But that's all in the confines of the island. So, yeah, you can take your time to do, you know, yeah, you to do that stuff. But it's all in the confines of the island. But... Once you hit a certain point, you get terraforming, where you literally can transform the island to what you see fit. And the fact that Mermaid literally... She's changed it at least 12 times in the time that we've been together. In this, in the same, you know, apartment slash living abode. Um, so it's, it's just crazy. So, like, all the different things... And shit, I've watched you in the various when you were still doing stuff on youtube at the time your nonsense which is ridiculous because a lot of the stuff that happens to you is your fault and it's hilarious i might need some refreshers as to what you're referring to because a lot of stuff did happen during my youtube uh time uh any of them uh but more recently <laughs> uh the twitch thing of giving us sound privileges oh yeah the fact that, that you even enabled those i warned you you knew what those were capable of because when we activated them on mine and i was modding for someone else you knew you knew the disaster that could come of it but yeah she did <laughs> you didn't heed my warnings and then we, you know, trolled you. And it was great. It was fun times. See, like, <laughs> at times, it worked nicely. It was when uh, people were spamming them. That's when it became an issue. Oh, yeah. Well, eh, it, three people. That were getting spammed. <laughs> well, you like, can only spam it, every minute. <laughs> it was uh, the no, fact it, that they were long. That's what it yeah. was. It's the fact that you couldn't spam them. It literally has a lock on it. But the no, fact it, that they like were so anime. long. Especially it, the FBI one. Good God, my eardrums. That one. Again, that one was your fault because I set those low for sure. And none of us were getting blown out when we were listening to it. So it was your settings of having the sounds coming to you so loud. I don't know why, because it's like, my audio is the same as it normally was. I mean, dang it, that space was loud, too. So, it was, it was fun. But yeah, stuff like that. Oh, that's another game. Uh, if anyone wants a good horror game to play, uh, try out the Dead Space remake. Good remake. Yeah, they, if you're uh, Team they... Infernal, play it. If you're Team Dragon, don't. He's a little bitch. No, I was like, yeah, the bitch. Get it right, bitch. Like, fuck. Out of here. I don't need that nonsense in my life. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I'll, they did they did a great job with the remake. Like, great, like, they stayed true to the story. They added to the story. Uh, hell, the fact that they had, had Isaac talk a lot more made him more, like, integral to the story and not just a voiceless character uh, like the original. Like, as you feel like that added more to it combat was eh, for the most part the same i think they made some changes to the combat 
I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, because they modified the assault rifle in the game. Because if I remember right, in the original, its old fire was basically a spinning bullet above you, which was not good. And they just brought the Death Space 2 one, which is a grenade launcher. I'm like, okay, thank you. Because this is actually useful. But yeah, no. If you want a good horror game, like hell, De Death Space was probably my first horror game to play. So it's like, if you want a good one, play the remake. Hmm. All right. And to round us out, we are going to have the our gaming post of the week. And... The post looks like it's going to be a question. And the question is, what's the most selfless thing a character has ever done in your opinion? Mm. Most selfless? Yep, most selfless. Uh... I need to think about like a specific example because like there's various ones that do selfless deeds. Um, yeah, because it's like, like obviously, like you have like characters like Shinra wanting to be a hero and just going into danger to save people. Um, uh, here you go with one. I'm trying to find think of a specific one. Uh, so some of the fun, you know, more hilarious ones because people have sick sense of humor. Uh, when the hostages taste the hits for me in CSGO, true heroes. Jesus, man. <laughs> that was given to us by an individual by the name of Frosty Response 3310. Um, hilarious. Um, I, someone by the tag hot wallaby 6402 if you get the bad ending in witcher 3 and siri sacrifices herself to not only save our world but all the worlds from the white frost whatever that means <laughs> i i hate i i hate the sacrifice ones I mean, I guess on on those lines, you have um, Melina from Melina, Melania, no Melina, from Elden Ring, basically sacrificing herself to burn down the Earth Tree. Like I, I did, I did not want her to sacrifice herself, but it's like I, like in Elden Ring, like if I actually looked to see if there was a way to save her from sacrificing herself, but that would be the worst ending you can get. <laughs> And I'm just like, I don't want that. Um, the, uh, what was her name? Uh, one of the fire team members of when we went into the, what was it on? The wit, not the wit, not the witch queen stuff. Um, the yeah, Sabathun's eye one, like long before witch queen ever came out, but it was the strike with Savathun. Yeah, I know what you're talking that about. One, that one. Uh that, where my falls were terrible. Yeah, where she basically uh makes it so that we can actually complete the strike in the first place. Yeah. 
I, I would say she gets she gets that one because literally those that was definitely a selfless one only because of the fact that I'm pretty sure we could have done that in a different way without them killing themselves. Um, given the yes fact that no, but it's like we needed the void lights from them to like even progress throughout that mission. Yeah, but like to the end when she was she's we're literally one way away from her and we didn't even need the light to get to where she would have been. And yeah. so you mean to tell me that th we turn people into guns. <laughs> yeah. From just killing shit that we couldn't have found a like a I don't know, maybe like a mini, yeah, an alternative, like a mini raid mechanic kind of deal of a way to do that. Which, because again, it was, yes, we needed void light or whatever, but the fact that we are void users, that we, use couldn't, we couldn't use something of the collective three of us to make a simulacrum of the same thing. Like, what about the use high a, magic? Use annihilator totems. Annihilator tournaments have three Nova bombs hit one spot or just three Nova, like any void abilities, like a damage bar or something. Like, I feel like the amount of times that we've done a mission to go help somebody and they ended up being, in this case, she dies at the end because she tells us this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Then you have the other ones where we were literally chasing the echo of somebody. They yeah. weren't even alive the whole time. I was like, what the heck? And uh, this is the honorable mention for Selfless Heroes. Uh, I'm going to give this to Dragon for when he got rezzed in the Crucible as I have a Nova Bomb chasing my ass. And he proceeds to take it. Yeah. <laughs> Hate you too. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah, no. It's like literally just run by, see you, come back up, and says like, "I am so sorry, but thank you." You're, you were so confused until you looked right and see purple. Yep, and and yeah, good good stuff, good good stuff. All right. Well, we have reached the end of our allotment window, so we are to say our goodbyes uh, once again. We want to thank everybody who is. Uh, taking their time to listen to the episode to any degree um it helps the fact that you're we're even known to anyone in that manner um hopefully this has helped you uh get through your day um ending your week off on a good note with two idiots just you know discussing life as we see it um who are you calling pinhead you yeah <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the both of us <laughs> and if fridays happens to start your week um we hope that this provides a helpful start um it's always good to you know start things off with a more positive note to really get through you may not like what you're doing but if you at least are in a good state it makes it a little bit easier to get through. And yeah, that pretty much covers everything. And 
I'm sure you hear it everywhere for like we're not the only show that exists that say is like without you guys we this doesn't really exist and it's it's true like if it wasn't for the idea of being able to give some kind of positive boost uh you know that dopamine boost that someone may need uh i wouldn't have started doing this um and that that's pretty much it and it it really comes to that that i know there's someone who will listen to this and it will make their day better and that's pretty much all i really care about beneficial selfishness <laughs> i do this to make myself feel better and you just benefited from too um, got any last uh, sounds, conclusions, and thoughts, my dear Infernal? I hope we don't get canceled for that. Now, as we say, and all of us... <laughs> you can stay, but we're not. So we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> oh my god, I can't take you anywhere, dude. <laughs> nope.